you're not sick, Amelia, no. No? No, you're a little farsighted. This is the Farsighted Network. This is the Farsighted Network. This is the Farsighted Network. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a great day. Just wanted to pop in and quickly introduce this bonus Farsighted Network podcast. Just a short interview with the great actor, now director, Logan Marshall Green about his feature film debut. Uh, It came out last week. I talked to him about two weeks ago. Unfortunately, hadn't had the chance to get this up, but it's up now. And if you stick around at the end, you'll hear a nice little promo segment for the Huh podcast, which is on our network. Uh, features Dino and his wife, Michelle. And uh, their kids kind of pop in from here and there and, and bug them and have a fun time. So enjoy and We'll be back with more great podcasts probably later this week. I'm great, Justin. How you doing, my man? Good, good, good. So, uh, I'm uh, I'm excited to get a chance to talk to you. I, I, I'm a big, big fan of uh, some of your work, especially Upgrade. I uh, like just love you in that film. And so it's really awesome to get to talk to you about, this is, I guess, your directorial debut, right? Uh, yes, it is my directorial debut, and thank you for those words, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, um... You know, I, I guess you've been acting for for a little bit now. Uh, you know, what what got you into the idea of uh, kind of getting onto the other side of the camera? Um. Wow. Well, I feel like I've been acting a little bit more than a little bit. Yeah, um, a little bit more than a little bit. Maybe for quite a while. It's yeah. been about <laughs> 20 years, but I guess that's what the millennials call a little bit nowadays. That's cool. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. Um, no, I, you know, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I definitely think my team – when they approached me, um, my representatives, as well as a couple of other people, creatives, you know, they approached me about uh, seven years ago and said, listen, we know you're a photographer and we know you have stories. It's time for you to write one and get behind the camera. You would be a great director. And I've directed for stage. I come from a family of stage theater uh, professors and uh, directors and um it was, I, I've done some directing for stage before, but this certainly was my debut. Um, that said, it wasn't my first script, you know. Um, my, my my crutches are much more genre-based. I'm a huge fan of horror, sci-fi, you know, action films, but I also um, I have a love of narrative and, and substance. And, and, you know, so Tender Mercies is a very important film. Um Cool. And uh, and that's what I kind of set out to write was um, was a script, a story that leaned on truth that I were I was a little afraid of and definitely green with when it came to writing. Um, 
I knew I didn't want any sex, drugs, rock and roll. I didn't. I also knew I wanted my lead to not compete for your attention as an audience. I also knew I wanted the film to look unfinished, um, to, for thoughts to be unfinished, relationships to be unfinished, acts to be unfinished, movies to be unfinished. I mean, the thing starts at the end and, be, and ends at the beginning, right? So there are a lot of rules I decided to just go and break. And the only rule I, I adhered to was that I was not going to lean on what they told me I should lean on when writing my next script. Make a commercial, make sure it's sexy, make sure it's got some cool explosions, fight scenes, drugs, and definitely, Logan, don't write anything original. Heard that a lot. <laughs> Go get well, that no. sexy IP and come back and sell it to me, baby. That's what they want. So I said, I'm going to go write the exact opposite because I also knew those were my weaknesses. I also knew that I was the guy. I was the guy they should be telling that to. Right. So that was it, man. I went and wrote, um, I went and wrote this film, this little poem just to, as an exercise in many ways. And I, I wrote my second film to hopefully go make my first and my third. Awesome. So you got you got quite a, an impressive cast in this, uh, you know, for for this first film uh, as a director. Uh, how did that all come together? Well, um, you know, it all started with Ethan. <laughs> when right. you get Ethan Hawke to lead your cast, everybody wants to play with Ethan. There's a reason. Right. He's an incredible artist, a selfless scene partner. A um, gorgeous thinker. Yeah. And so when you get somebody like that, well, all the chips fall into place, you know? Yeah. A people work with A people. And B people work with C people to make themselves feel like A people. <laughs> so when you get somebody A like Ethan... You get A people. I was the B, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm the B guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm this Just no. I, I don't think of myself as an A person. That's for sure. That's and, awesome. You know, when it comes to the character, you know, when it comes to the character, I, I, I love the underdog. I'm a Mets fan. I am an underdog. I've had a career that's an underdog. I love the underdog. You know? And that's, that's kind of who I wrote. And, um, my strengths are certainly in character. My strengths are not in story. That's obvious. But when it comes to character, if you write strong characters, you get strong actors. You said you're a Mets fan. Did you grow up in the New York area? I didn't grow up in the New York area, but I did spend a long – I didn't have my formative years there, but I spent 15 years there as a uh, okay. guy in – in and out of school trying to be a theater actor. Um, that said, I became a Met fan when Gary Carter became a Met made force straight from the Montreal Expos. I was a huge fan. And uh, then they won the World Series in 86, and the rest is history. And I have led the most miserable sports life of anyone I know. I grew up in northern New Jersey as a Mets fan uh, when I was young. And uh, and I remember... Got out early, I hope. <laughs> well, uh, I, I live in the Philly area now, and I, I've adopted fully Philly teams over the years, which is not really any more satisfying. Um, 
But uh, <laughs> but I remember distinctly 1993 when Anthony Young broke the consecutive losses for a starting pitcher record. Uh, that was one <laughs> of my uh, one of my moments as a Mets fan that I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, there are so many wonderful, beautiful valleys. Very beautiful. <laughs> and so uh, so now, uh, when is uh, when's the movie going to be available for folks to see? Uh, you know, how are they going to be able to check it out? So the uh, Adopt the Highway, it opens theatrically. It's on, uh, I think, um, I think about ten different markets theatrically in the U.S. So you will be able to go to the theaters and see it, and you should because of things like Jason Isbell's score. The Jason Isbell did the score <laughs> and wrote a song for it. That's one reason, and the other reason is Pepe's um, beautiful movie. I mean, he shot the shit out of it. Um, it is a theatrical story and character, and so I hope you, everyone will go and see it, but if you don't, if you can't get out because you broke your leg, or you're taking care of your sick mom, then you can watch it at home on the exact same day, because we're coming out on video day. day and day. Awesome, awesome. Very, very cool, man. So, uh, you know, uh, I just wanted to thank you for your chance to, to chat a little bit, and, uh, and and I wish you the best luck with this and in all your future movies. before that darn freight train comes through. It's annoying. I know. Hey, everybody. This is Dino. And Michelle. And we want to tell you about our podcast. Hey, guys. What are you doing? Killian. Yeah. We told you we're trying to record a promo for our podcast. We're going to get it done. About horror movies and TV shows? Yes. Yes. We tie horror movies into life lessons. And being decent decent to to each other. Yes. Yes. And we want to let you know that you can 
find it on all your favorite oh, podcasts. Aren't you going to tell them where you can watch it? Me yes. We were just trying to do that. We were that. doing that. Yes. Uh, we've got a podcast. Aren't you going you, to you on your YouTube channel? Yes. <laughs> we can, you can find it on the YouTube channel. That's Huh Podcast YouTube channel. That's H-U-U-U-H Podcast. And you can find the YouTube channel, and you can find us on Podbean, and you can find us on iTunes, and uh, Stitcher, and all your favorite podcatchers. And farsideblog.com. Did I miss anything, guys? Podcast. Love y'all. Ah! Thank you.